Instacart shoppers know groceries. They know that you can't make guacamole with rock-hard avocados. They know how to quickly find those peanut butter pretzels you can never find. And they keep you in the know by giving you updates about your order along the way. Let Instacart shoppers help take shopping off your plate so you can get time and energy back for what really matters. Visit instacart.com or download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum order $10. Additional terms apply. Instacart. Add life to cart. Recorded live. Well, 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 hallelujah, and thank you, Jesus. We're going to go ahead and get started tonight. Thank you so much for being on the call early. We are going to get started. We're going to get into this word because, as always, we've got a lot to cover. So I thank you, thank you, thank you for being on the call early. Let's pray. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, we just bless your name. We honor you for being such an awesome God, and we celebrate right now, oh God. Again, we are just so overwhelmed with joy that we are able to study this word in public, or over the phone, and not be ashamed, not be uh, uh, looking over our shoulder, who's going to see us studying. God, we thank you for the season that you allowed us to be in. Now, God, we pray that you use us to your glory. Allow this word that you have planted in us, oh God, to be shared with those who are here on the call. Thank you, dear Lord. In the name of Jesus, we pray that you will have your way. Let your will be done in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. As we dig into this word, we are shining. I don't know about you, but I'm excited about shining. You ought to let your light so shine. And when we deal with the, the acronym SHINE, again, what we're doing is walking through these different areas of how do you shine. The Bible says, let your light so shine. So when we deal with shine, we're going to deal with share, help, I am nice everywhere. I am nice everywhere. That's your S-H-I-N-E, shine. Tonight we're dealing again, this will, uh, God willing, this will be the last night on Bible study next week, or, yeah, we're going to move into help. Um, but we're coinciding with what we're doing on Sunday morning, and then we're going a little bit deeper on Wednesday night. So it's the same, same uh, thought. However, we're going in a little bit area called shine. And I'm hearing some feedback, so maybe I have not muted everyone. Hold on. Let me mute everyone. Sorry about that. Okay, there we go. Now, so what, what, what we're going to do, we're going to dig deeper, dig deeper into this thing called share. And we call it share. The only reason we're using this is because many times what I'm finding out is folk go to uh, uh, Sunday morning service, they come to Bible study, and or they listen to Bible study, and there's a lot of information that they don't retain. So when we put these kind of things in place, it's only that you might remember. So in the time of ministry, in the time of spiritual warfare, 
in the time of mental distress, depression, and things of that nature try to weigh you down, that these things can come back to your remembrance. So tonight we're looking at SHARE, S-H-A-R-E. Now, again, I'm going to say it a few times because on Sunday I got some feedback that SHINE, I, t- I talked about SHINE in the beginning, and then I started going over S H. And when I got to the A, I threw some folks off because that's not shine. What are we doing? So I want to make sure that you know we're talking about when we deal with shine, we're dealing with this first part of the S. The S stands for share. And that's about, I thank God for the order that he gave this to me because what you speak is so very important. What you speak is important. And you got to understand that, that, that death and life is in your mouth. And if you speak it, you got to stick to it. Don't change to the, light, to the right or to the left. Speak to what you know is true. And let me tell you, the word of God, is that's the word of God, that's what's true. So as much as you can, keep the word of God in your mouth. Keep it in your mind. Uh, uh, chase the enemy. When it comes to resisting, how do you resist? Uh, have you seen some folks um, in, in, in karate movies or judo or, or jujitsu, whatever it is, sometimes when the enemy, the attacker, throws a blow, bam, they smack that hand down. That's a way of resisting. How do you, how do you smack the enemy's thoughts down when it comes? Let me tell you, it is no better way then to use the word of God. Turn these, hey, Jesus, I know you've been out here fasting 40 days and 40 nights. Turn these stones into bread. You're hungry. Come on, get yourself something to eat. And, 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 and at that point, he said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. What thought, what word, what, um, um, what, is, that, what is that ammunition? Thank you, Holy Ghost. What ammunition do you have to fight off the enemy's attack? It's your words. Thank you, Holy Ghost. So we're going to we're going to look at this thing called share. What are you speaking? How do you speak? And and really tonight we're not going to go through like we did on Sunday morning. Speak, heart, align, relevant. Not relative. I, I mess that up sometimes. I say rel- relative, but it's relevant and edify. We did that on Sunday, but tonight we're going to deal in a different way, and I want you to keep this in mind. As we deal with it, know that God does not change. Malachi 3.6, God doesn't change. I know he was dealing with the tithe and, and dealing with that in that area of Malachi 3, but, but I'm dealing with verse number 6 where it says, For I am the Lord. I do not change. Therefore, you, O sons of Jacob, are not consumed. I do not change. Stay right there that God does not change. And that's why it's so important when you love God, you want to find out about him. When you love your mate, you're asking questions. You're watching them. You're monitoring them. You know them backwards and forwards. That's why they get to the place in life where where mates after you've been married but so long you you start to you 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 end each other's sentence 
You, you, you say things that the other person is thinking. Why? I've been with you so long. I studied you. Now, you've got some folks that have been together for a long time, and they don't do that. Why? Because they're not studying their mate. You're not studying, knowing what your mate is thinking, knowing, knowing how they're, they're experiencing this particular uh, situation. This is what we do with God. You've got to know your God and know that God doesn't change. And can I tell you something? It did not switch when it came from God in the Old Testament and Jesus in the New Testament. It did not switch with Jesus. Hebrews 13 and 8, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. See, it remains the same. So as we look at this, remember that when it comes to who God is, and, and Jesus did not come to uh, eliminate or to end the law, but he came to fulfill it. So as we go into the study on what we speak, we're going to look at it's not, it's not always what you say. And if you want to start off, write that statement first. It's not always what you say. But you've got to understand, your words can hurt. Your words, and you've got to be in a position where what you want to happen is that your words, as we said, and in, in when we dealt with the, the acronym SHARE, that you want to make it relevant. You want to align yourself with folks who are talking the same thing that you're talking out of your pure heart, out of your goodness of your heart, out of the love that's in your heart. You want to align yourself with folks that's going in the same uh, direction. It needs to be relevant, and it needs to edify. So at all times, and and see, I, I hope you understand all times, at all times, you want to build folk up. You want them changing their direction. And sometimes it's not going to be like a jet ski. You're not going to be able to pull back on the handle and whip that thing around on a dime. That's a jet ski. You can turn them around quickly. It's more like an ocean liner for some folks. It takes, a, it takes time for it to turn around. I'm talking when it's going northbound to go southbound, not northbound to go west or northwest or, or north-south, not north-south, north-northeast. But from north to south, to make that ocean liner, this, this six city blocks long, turn around in the ocean, you need a lot of space and a lot of time. Some people are like that. And, 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 and the frustrating part for believers is that you want to be able to lay hands on them or speak a word into their life, and they change automatically. Listen, you need, write it down, you need time and you need space. Because everybody does not turn around that quick. Words can hurt. Words can heal. And it's not always what you say. I wish life was like a tow truck, like, you know, that tow truck mentality, that when you get in an accident, all you got to do, call the tow truck, and the tow truck picks up your damaged car and, and takes it to the shop. It's out of commission. It ain't functioning until, until, it gets repaired. Now when it's operating properly, you can bring it out of the shop and begin to use it again. No, no, no. Life is not like that. When you get hurt and when you get damaged and when you damage other people, you got to understand that now they're walking around damaged. Now they're walking around hurt. And you got to understand you don't know when that hurt happened. 
You don't know how it happened. Help me, Holy Ghost. So now it seemed like they were okay. They walked outside, got damaged, came back in, and they're snapping at you. Their demeanor changed. Their their countenance has changed now. From outside, they were inside. Everything was fine. They walked outside. They got damaged. They came back inside, and now they're snapping. Why? Because now they're operating damage. They don't have the tow truck uh, 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 ability. They don't have that tow truck convenience. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Oh, I just got damaged. Take me out of commission. I'm not functioning properly. Take me out of commission. Don't anybody deal with me right now because I've been damaged. What you speak can hurt folks. And when they are hurting, let me tell you something. Now they are operating through this hurt mentality. It's not always what you say. Thank you, Jesus. But it's sometimes it's how you say it. It's your volume. You're just so loud. It's the volume in which you said it. You raised your voice, and it was it was good. What you said was good. It was needed, but you yelled. It was how you said it. Sometimes it's your words per minute. You start talking so fast, and that talking fast agitates folks. Gets them all excited. And it's okay for you, but it's the way you said it. And why are we going through this? Because if you plan on shining, you've got to watch what you say. Your words can hurt and your words can heal. And the way is how you said it. In Proverbs 15.1, Proverbs 15.1, I'm reading from the easy-to-read translation. It says, a soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. A harsh word because the way you said it is how you said it. It's messing folks up. And then you getting messed up because you're saying it wasn't wrong. What I said was right. It, it was right, right? You, you're trying to verify through folks. And it has nothing to do with your verification, folks. It has everything to do your target person. The person that you wounded with that. If you're going to shine, you got to watch the how you say things. That was Proverbs 15.1. Proverbs 15.1. And once you realize it, listen, once you realize it, that's important. It's not only important to you and your growth and the, and the, and the, the growth of the person that you're speaking to, it's important to God. Why do you say that, Pastor? Because he wrote it in his word. He said a soft answer turns away wrath. It calms things down. You're supposed to be living peaceably with all men. Proverbs 29.11. Proverbs 29.11 says a fool gives full vent to his spirit. Whatever comes to, comes to my mind comes out my mouth. Good God Almighty, help us, God. Help us, Father. Whatever comes to my mind comes out my mouth. He gives full vent to whatever comes to his spirit. I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm just feeling a little, a little bit of research right there. Uh, let's go. Proverbs uh, 15, 11. Proverbs, nope, 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 I'm sorry, 29. Proverbs 29, 11. Please, I hope you didn't erase that. Listen to this. I'm looking at the New American Standard Bible. A fool always loses his temper, but a wise man holds it back. Bam, letting the anger come out of your words. Bam, letting that fire, 
Listen, you're burning folks up because you're venting. A fool utters all his anger. So we've got to learn to keep that mouth, keep it under control. It's how you said it. Watch this. It says, James chapter 1, verse 20. Easy read. James chapter 1, verse 20. For the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Easy enough. James chapter 1, looking at verse number 20. All right? So again, We've got to see that when we, is how you said it. And for a period of time, yes, it takes practice to control your volume. It takes practice to control your words per minute. Where you slow things down and you talk at a normal pace. Why? Because I'm trying my best not to injure the person I'm talking to. When you got other folks on your mind, it's not about you. It's not about you. It's about them. It's about me helping. It's about me being what God called me to be. For the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. It says, for the righteousness of God does not come about by the wrath of man. So by you calling yourself, this is righteous indignation, and I'm handling my business with this individual, and they just need to put on their, their, their big girl panties and, 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 their, and their big boy underwear and be able to handle it the way I give it to them, if he a man, act like a man. And you, we've got to understand that there are many folks that are of age to be considered a man but still have the mentality of a child. And you need your discerner up so you'll know how to deal with them. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Watch this. If Listen to this. This is one of our statements as we transition to our next area. If I would have just kept my mouth shut. See, we say that after the fact. If I would have kept my mouth shut, if I could have... Take it. Listen, if I could take those words back, the key is, can they handle the truth right now? So when we look at this thing, it's not only how, but it's when. That's the next area. It's, 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 you can say things that hurt or heal, how you say it is important, and when you say it is important. Yes, they can handle it, but can they handle it right now? That's why you've got to stay so connected with the Holy Ghost. That's why you've got to keep your discerner up. You've got to keep it operating at its optimum. Thank you, God. You've got to keep your discerner. Is this the time? Sometimes you may just need to raise your voice. However, when you raise your voice, is this the time? You know, Pastor, hold on a second. If you got more, how and when, if you've got more than this, I, I'm already on edge on how to handle situations because I'm wondering, 
if 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 I say the wrong thing, I, I might hurt this person. If I say it the wrong way, I might listen. That as believers, that's what we do. We stay connected with God, so we'll know how and we'll know when. In Ecclesiastes chapter three, it says, "To everything there is a season." To listen to everything, there is a season. Is a time to every purpose under the heavens. Now, again, you've got to understand who program are you are you operating under? Are you oper- operating under your program, or are you under, operating under the program of God? God has a way that He has designed for us to operate, and these are for those who say, "I give myself away, so you." Can use me. I give myself away. So it's not you anymore. It's not time to do you. Matter of fact, when it comes to things of God, it's never time to do you. It's always God's time. It's always his timing. So it's never me stepping out. That's why Jesus said it. He says, listen, I don't do nothing that he don't tell me to do. I don't say anything that he doesn't tell me to say i don't go anywhere he doesn't tell me to go it's his program it's his his kingdom to come it's his will to be done so there's a time and a place for everything and what we've got to know as believers is that we are on his program ecclesiastes chapter three then it says in ecclesiastes uh chapter three verse number seven he says it's a time to rend and it's a time to sow, a time to keep silent, and a time to speak. It's when you say it. Sometimes what you have to say is important. What you have to say should be said, and it should be said a particular way. Also, what you have to say should be said at the right time. And if you look back over your life, if you lived any short period of time, you can look back over your life and say, yes, I needed to say that, but I just didn't need to say it right then. When you're trying to shine, the first part of shine, you're going to share. And when you share, it's certain words, it's certain phrases, it's certain things, it's correction, it's reproof, it's, it's, it's instructions in righteousness that, that you need to say. It's sharing the good news. But is it time? God, help me to say what needs to be said at the right time. This is what it says in the book of Amos. In the book of Amos, it says, uh, chapter 5, verse number 13, Therefore, at such a time, the prudent person keeps silent, for it is an evil time. You've got to know what time it is. Is it time to speak? The prudent person, the careless person that's preventing you, you heard it, that's that fool. He's just saying everything that comes to his mind. But you've got to know that there's a time and a place for everything, and it's a time to keep silent, and it's a time to speak. And that prudent person keeps silent. I'm telling you, there is power in silence. Sometimes you don't have to say a word, but the Holy Ghost is speaking loud and clear when you're silent. Matthew chapter 27 from the Amplified. Matthew chapter 27 from the Amplified Bible. I'm talking, there's a very powerful story. And when it comes to you knowing when to speak and when not to speak, what better example than Jesus when Jesus stood before Pilate, the governor, and he asked him, the governor asked him, are you the king of the Jews? 
in affirmation. Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus said to him, it is as you say. However, you got to look at verse number 12. 12 says, but when the charges were brought against him by the chief priests and the elders, he did not answer for whatever reasons. When it comes to Pilate, I believe that Pilate was on his level. Pilate was dealing with kingdom to kingdom. But but the, the chief priests and the elders were not even on his level. I'm not even going to address these false accusations. And when it came to Pilate, guess what? It's what you said, okay? If you say it, that's what it is. It's certain things that you need to say and at the right time in line with the will of God. And that's why my prayer is, Father, I yield to your will. I yield to your will. When the elders and the chief priests, and, and just as we deal with some church folks, they come at us certain ways, he did not answer. And, and if he was going to answer, guess what? Possibly he was going to tell them the answer to those questions when he had already went to the cross, uh, buried, raised on the third day, ascended, descended, and now, guess what? Now I can answer you. Now, uh, what did they say? But when they charge him falsely, then he, they'll know. Guess what? You can't charge me because now you know who I am. Because he didn't ascend, descend, he didn't came back, and now they can they can clearly recognize he is God the Father Almighty, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost, and he is the third, the second part of that Trinity. And right there, they can get the answer to every question that you ever ask. Now, what do you have to say? And that's, thank you, Holy Ghost, that's what you will see, that when you allow the Holy Spirit to use your silence, God will come back and vindicate. He says, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord, I will repay. It's not going to go unanswered. Then Pilate said unto him, verse number 13, do you not hear how many things that are being testified against you? But Jesus did not Reply to him, not even to a single, single accusation, so that the governor was greatly astonished. You will mesmerize people when it deals with when you open your mouth, how you say it. It's not always what you say. It's not always, it's not always what you say. Sometimes it's why. Now we're going to really get deep. It's why. It's, it's what's the motive behind you saying what you're saying. Why did you say what you said? And it's important for you to understand that when it talks about the word of God being that 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 um, divider between the bone and the marrow, even to the point of the intent, the motives. When you read this word, I'm telling you the God's truth. It, excuse me, it works like a X-ray. It sees right through you. If you come at this word with the right spirit, let me tell you, it works wonders in your life. I know it mesmerizes you because you believe that certain things only take <laughs> by taking pills. 
Um, there's a, uh, I don't know what this stuff is, but they call it truth serum. You can take a truth serum or, and, or, or you can take a lie detector test in order to bring out the truth. Let me tell you, this word, the word of God is mysterious. It's God's breathe. When you take this word in your spirit, man, it reveals to you who you really are. It will help you deal with your issues. So what we're dealing with now is why. What is your motives for saying what you just said? What is your motives? Matter of fact, we can go even deeper and deal with your thoughts. You know what it says? That if a man even looks upon a woman, God deals with your thinking. He knew their thoughts. I'll never forget in Numbers chapter 12. Miriam and Aaron opposed Moses in Numbers chapter 12. In verse number one, it says that Miriam and Aaron spoke against Moses because of the Cushite woman whom he married. For he had married a Cushite woman, Ethiopian woman. So they spoke against him, but the motive, the reason, the foundation was because of this woman. Well, how do you know that, Pastor? It says it clearly in the Word. And that's why we do some of the things that we do. Why? Because we've got an ulterior motive. So here they are talking against Moses. And the key is when it comes to your motive, when it comes to your motive, why? What is the real reason? Numbers chapter 12. What is the real reason why you said that? What is the real reason that you raise your voice? Look at Numbers chapter 12. Numbers chapter 12 lays out a story. And you've got to understand, when it comes to your motives, it's important. It may not be important to the person to understand who you're talking to. It may not be important to you. But let me tell you something. It's important to God. When it comes to you bringing stuff to pass for where God is activating his power, his anointing in your life, listen, your motives got to be right. Your motives got to be in line. That's why when we started talking about share, we, we dealt with that. You says align is certain things, is certain people that you've got to align with. And when you align with them, make sure it's relevant. Make sure it's edifying. When your heart is right, when you've spoken to your heart and your heart is right, then you can watch this. Then you can start to understand how what you're saying, things that you ask for, they're coming to pass. God is starting to bless even before, even before I can ask him, I just thought it. It's happened to me so many times. I just thought it. And he brought the thing to pass. What is your, the why of what you're speaking? Because, again, the reason, listen, when at your heart, I want their soul saved. When, when at your heart, I want them productive in their community. I want their marriage fixed. That's why I'm saying it. I'm not saying it to hurt them. It's something inside you that when your motives line up with righteousness and holiness, that even when, listen, even when some would, would say the exact same thing you said, 
and say it a, a nicer way. You said it harshly, but your motive was right. That means your spirit is right. That means your heart is right. And when you get this thing right, let me tell you something. You can say things, and other people can't say the exact same thing you said, but because of who you are on the inside, it permeates. Thank you, Holy Ghost. It permeates you like a a a a illuminating light. That's why we're talking about shine, because what you say is now going to start transforming lives. Because at your very core, you mean well. No, no, no. I'm not saying that you say you mean well, and in actuality you have an ulterior motive. I'm saying you say you mean well, and even if you don't say you mean well, inside you mean well, and guess what? It comes up on the outside. So it's not what you say, but it's why. What's the motive? Sometimes it's, it's, it's not just why. Help me, Holy Ghost. But it's who you're saying it to. It's not why, but it's who you're saying it to. You've got to watch speaking to certain people. I tell you, I'm telling you the God's truth, and this is no lie. When folks say the wrong thing to me, I pray for them. When they when they backbiting, when they do me wrong, when they treat me bad, I'm praying for them. Why? Because I know God has my back. If you really know that God has your back and that you are God's child, you are his son, you are his daughter, when you really know that, then you got to understand when he says vengeance is mine, I will repay. I don't care what it is. You got to understand individuals can't even talk bad about you. You've got a covering. Yes, I have Bishop Alfred Owens, Archbishop Alfred Owens. He prays for me. He gives me, he's like a mentor, a, a, a figure of, of, of a leader to our ministry. However, you've got to understand, God is my father. And God got my back. And that if anybody steps wrong to me, the confidence that you've got to have is that they've got to deal with God. Any, any true patriarch in the Bible it, it, that, that did warfare had to always know the only reason I'm able to go forward is because God's got my back. When you talk to certain folks, you've got to know who you're talking to. If it's a true man of God or woman of God, you've got to watch your mouth. And, and and can I tell you something? We're all God's children. It's who you say. Look at that same chapter, Numbers chapter 12. Numbers chapter 12. Look at verse number 6. Numbers chapter 12. It says, and he said, hear now my words. If And, and this is God talking to Aaron and Miriam. He says, hear now my words. If there is a prophet among you, I, the Lord, will make myself known to him in visions, and I will speak to him in dreams. No, let, you know, I'm pausing because that needs to soak in. This is how God dealt. He's the same. Hello, go back to the beginning. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever, right? He, no, no, no. What did it say? It says, I am the Lord. I change not. Jesus is the one same yesterday, today, and forever. 
But God, this is Old Testament that we're reading, Numbers chapter 12. He says, I do not change. I am the Lord. I do not change. Listen to what he said. He said, hear now my words. If there's a prophet among you, I will speak to him in visions, and I'll speak to him in dreams. Now, watch this. Not so with my servant Moses. He is entrusted with all my house. Verse number eight, face to face, I speak with him clearly. God, don't change. He's got certain folks that he deals with with visions and dreams, and those folks you don't want to mess with. When you know that they're God's man, they're, they're God's woman. Listen, I don't want to. I don't want to cross them. Why? Because that's God's man. God, they may do something. Just like Moses took the the, the the stones and threw them down and broke them. Just like Moses, God said, "Speak to the rock." He hit the rock. I still don't want to mess with him. When Saul was uh, uh, chasing after David, David had the opportunity because it was God's anointed. When David had the opportunity to kill him, he did not. When David found out that a man had killed him, guess what? David had that man killed. You don't touch God's anointed. How will you put your hand to God's anointed? If he still had life in him, you're supposed to let him die on his own. You don't kill him. You don't raise your sword to God's anointed. You don't raise your mouth to God's anointed. Well, come on, Pastor. Are you are you for real just talking about him? Listen to this. He said when it comes to when it comes to Moses, face to face I speak with him clearly and not in riddles. And the likeness of the Lord will he behold. What? He literally sees out of everybody to see my my form when it comes to me passing by and letting him look at my backside. He is the one. This is Moses. But what was happening? Miriam and Aaron was talking about Moses. Listen to what he says. Then why were you not afraid to speak against my servant? Against Moses. When you knew he was my man. We all know Miriam got struck with leprosy. Aaron started begging, please, please, Moses, pray. Ask God to take this leprosy off of her. Please. Why? Because they put it. See, as believers, we can't walk in ignorance. We should not walk in darkness. God has given us the light. So when it comes to what we speak, and particularly to the men and women of God, and can I tell you something? It's not just for Moses. It's not just for prophets. Psalms 105. Let me try to make it clear. Psalms 105. Modern English version. Modern English version. That was the same version I was reading Numbers chapter 12 out of, the modern English version. And and and, and Psalms... 105, and this may be 14 and, let me see, 14 and 15, uh, it says, he did not permit anyone to do them wrong. Indeed, he reproved kings on their behalf, saying, do not touch my anointed, my anointed ones, and do no harm to my prophets. So his anointed in this 
in this sense, he was speaking of the children of Israel as a whole. That was his children. Don't forget, he changed not. So when you study Psalms 105, he wasn't talking. Here he clarifies and he says, or he elaborates, thank you, Holy Ghost, and says, do not touch my anointed ones and do my and do no harm to my prophets. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So as believers, we've got to know that we are under that covering. We are God's children. We are his anointed. Thank you, God. That's where your joy comes from. That's where your boldness comes from. Because I am God's child, and God's got my God is covering me. God is keeping me. But you got to study to show yourself approved under God. Workmen that need not be ashamed. Rightly dividing the word of truth. Now I know all night long I've been saying it's not it's not what you say. It's not what you say. It's not what you say. But sometimes it is what you say. Sometimes you're saying the wrong thing. Sometimes the wrong words come out of our mouth. Watch this. Let's look at it. Um, Colossians. Chapter 3. Yep, there it is right there. Colossians chapter 3. Oh, thank you, Holy Ghost. I've got a new website. I have not shared it. I've been using it for a couple of weeks now, and I've got a new website. It is, I love this website. Now, you're talking about, and you know what, I've never counted. Now, you know I will wait until Bible study night. I can't even count them. I'm telling you, I believe it's like 25 different Bible translations, new ones I've never heard of. It's called Knowing Jesus. Now, if you punch it in, uh, it's probably Bible.Knowing-Jesus.com. Bible.Knowing-Dash, not underscore, dash Jesus.com. And that in the heading up at the top, it just says Knowing Jesus. But now this one is similar to the Bible Hub, and it gives you uh, verse by verse, it'll give you different translations per verse, but then it also will give you context reading. It'll give you phrases out of that particular scripture. It'll give you names, cross-references, different Bible verses. Very, very, when it comes to you studying, and let me tell you something, this is something that you have to do in order for you to really know God, he, he, listen, when it says he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him, I don't know what comes to your mind. The same way we're doing shine, we may need to do that. Maybe I need to write that down. I'm going to just pause for a second, get to my organizer, uh, find me a page, and I'm going to say, uh, breakdown, rewarder, Water of them that diligently seek him. I just put me a note. We may need, listen, like we're doing with shine, We. what does it mean to seek him? What comes to your mind? 
He's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Now, again, uh, I, I'm, I'm being a little comical when I say, what, what do you expect? That you are looking at around corners and under tables and, 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 and in the backyard when it comes to seek? How do you seek him? Do you find yourself seeking him in prayer? Do you find yourself seeking him in his word? Do you find yourself seeking him in meditation? That, Lord, I, I desire to know. Let me tell you something. The Bible says that he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. What does he reward you with? He rewards you with revelation of who he is. He reveals himself to you. So in this particular uh, website, I'm telling you, it is loaded. I'm still finding out new stuff even today. I'm finding out different little functions that it has in it where you can look up names, phrases, words. Why? Why are you sharing this? The BibleGateway.com, the uh, Bible Hub, and now Knowing Jesus Bible website. Why? Why are you sharing all? Because you need to diligently seek him. Sometimes it is what you say. The wrong thing, as, as a believer, the wrong thing is coming out your mouth. As a believer, listen, and, and the thing about it is sometimes you, it's amazing because this person you have trust in, this person you have watched, and you feel that this person by now is walking with God in a way that you, that now, I, that, mm, that shouldn't come out your mouth. After all this time and you know God, he changed not. Come on now. If he did it, if he did it for Moses, he'll do it for you. Colossians chapter 3, verse number 8. Colossians chapter 3, verse number 8. It says here, but now you must put them all away. This means out of your mouth, out of your mind, anger. Raft, malice, slander, obscene talk from your mouth. Is that in your heart? See, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Is that what's in your heart? Are you aligning with something or somebody who's bringing that out of you? Is, is the TV, is the entertainment that you're watching causing your mouth to speak the things that you're speaking? Against the word, this is against the word of God. If God says it's supposed to be this way and you're going that way, listen, how are you going to shine? I got an issue with, with my, my radio. I, I'm always playing my phone in the car. So I plug the aux cord into the phone, and then plug it into the car radio stereo system, and and I play my uh, Pandora from my phone into the car stereo. Well, guess what? Now I'm having issues with either the aux cord or the port that goes into the phone or the port that goes into the car stereo. So when I'm playing, I'm getting static. When I plug it in, it doesn't even acknowledge sometimes that it's plugged in. Sometimes I think I have it plugged in, and it's not plugged in. Let me tell you something. We need to stay plugged in, and the signal needs to be clear when it comes to what we're supposed to do in God. Anger. 
Oh, now you know that makes me sick right there. Oh, you know, that's getting on my nerves. And sometimes it's getting on my blank nerves. And you're a believer. And no, listen, and nobody can check you because you're so grown. Because you've been doing this so long, nobody can check you. That's a bad place to be in. God says this is not supposed to be coming out your mouth. Listen to this. Here's one of those versions of the Bible. A conservative version, a conservative version. It says, but now ye also put off these things, anger, wrath, wickedness, reveling, filthy speaking out of your mouth, shameful speaking, things, anger, rage, bad feelings towards us. Listen, one, the Amplified Version says bad feelings towards us. You, you got something negative? Listen, he says, take that out your mouth. She gets on my nerves. She gets on my last nerves. She makes me sick. You're confused, and now you're trying to operate. Now you want to pray. <laughs> now you want to read the word in front of the sanctuary, in front of the congregation. Thank God. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That's Jesus. Thank you, Holy Ghost. God don't change. And if he doesn't change, thank God for Jesus because, again, there's still an offering for our sin. Because when we sin in the sanctuary, in the presence of God, see, you're wondering why the service is not powerful because so many folks bring garbage into the sanctuary and don't even have sense enough to say, God, forgive me. Lord, I'm sorry. Why? Because of the body. Because of the unity of the body. And I don't want to be the reason that separates the body from being able to see the power and the anointing of God move in the sanctuary. But you're coming in the sanctuary with unforgiveness. You're moving in the earth's atmosphere, and you're supposed to be able to move, good God Almighty, under the anointing and the power of God. But you're living in a perpetual state of, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? You're living in that perpetual state of separation from God. And good God Almighty. And you're satisfied with faking it. You're satisfied. See, I want the power. I'm telling you, I want to, I, listen. I want to see the withered hands, not for the sake. Listen, when I do it, when I lay hands on it, if somebody gets up, I don't want it known that it was me. If somebody is healed, I want other people praying as well so, it, so it's not revealed that it was me. Why? Because then here comes the flongs and the droves of people. Here comes the people that want to prostitute God's gift. That's why it takes that burning. That's why it takes that time for God to work in you. Why? So when you get it, you don't do like, see, the stories of the Bible reveal to us what happens when the anointing and the power of God rests upon mortal men. They take it upon themselves to do what they want. Come here, Moses. Speak to the rock. He hits the rock. Come here, Samson. Samson, again, takes God's gift and toys with Delilah. 
So we've got to understand that when you've got the power and the anointing of God in your life, it's, again, to be used to the glory of God. Not so folks can elevate you. Not so you can have the best seat in the house. Not so they can give you, save you a parking space. This is sister so-and-so's parking space. Nobody parks here because she's going to come in and heal people. No, and I'm going to tell you something. You better understand that God will allow the anointed one. <laughs> Sister Angela, uh, uh, Deacon Angela, she brought it up on Sunday about how uh, God had called Moses onto the top of the mountain. Moses get all the way to the top of the mountain. I'm talking, it's a tall, tall mountain. And as soon as he gets up there, he sends him back down to the bottom of the mountain to tell the, the, the priest and to tell the people, hey, don't try to come up this mountain. Well, you got to understand, when you're talking more than 7,000 feet up in the air, and now Moses got to go back down that mountain. See, this is what God does with his man of God and his woman of God. Sometimes you've got some stuff to do that seems crazy to other people. Here in 2017, we're going, good God, oh my, my goodness, if I got all the way up 7,000 feet up in the air and all of a sudden God tell me to go back down, sometimes the anointed one has to park in the back of the parking lot and walk. But folks don't realize the reason that the power of God was in that place, it wasn't the man on stage. It was that little old lady sitting on the seventh row in the middle of the, uh, in the, middle of the pew. And God's anointing was upon her. And nobody knows. She didn't have a special place. She didn't have any armor bearers. But God's anointing is upon her. So when God is taking you through your development stages to be who you are supposed to be, listen, you have got to operate. Help me, Holy Ghost. You have got to operate with your antenna up at all times. Come on. Let's close out. Let's close out. No anger in your mouth. Let me see. I just want to peep down. Rage. Right. No rough, no abusive talk. Listen, so you, so, so you don't misunderstand. There is some nastiness that comes out of the, the mouth of believers that it should not be. Go back to Bible Gateway. We're going to close out with James chapter 3. James chapter 3. And I'm looking at the good news, good news translation. Drop down to verse number 11, James chapter 3. Drop down to verse number 11. The wisdom, the wisdom is from above. You got to understand, this is coming from God. So that's why you want to tap in at all times into God. Verse number 11 says, no spring of water pours, pours out sweetened water and bitter water from the same opening. If you're righteous, righteousness is supposed to be coming out your mouth. If you're holy, holiness is supposed to be coming out. If you're a word person, word is supposed to be coming out of your mouth. A fig tree, my friends, cannot bear olives. A grapevine cannot bear figs. Nor can a salt spring produce sweet water. It's not supposed to be. The wisdom is from above. Verse number 13 says, are there any of you? who are wise and understanding. You are to prove prove it by your good life. We're trying to shine. Come 2018, God willing, we are going, listen, 
You're talking total illumination. Total illumination. Your words, your deeds, that's help. The I am, you're going to understand, and I'm telling you, my God, when we get to I am, you're going to understand with power that God is in me. I don't do it because of God. I'm nice. The things that I do, the things that I do, not just to help, I'm telling you, I'm sweet about it. I'm kind about it. I'm nice, and I'm telling you, I'm, I'm not segregating. I'm not dividing this thing up. I'm not saying I'm nice to this one and not. Everywhere I go, I'm shining. God, let your light. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. He says, the people of understanding, you are to prove it by your good life, by your good deeds. Perform with humility and wisdom. That's verse number 13. Verse number 14. But if in your heart you are jealous, bitter, selfish, don't sin against the truth by boasting of your, of your wisdom. It's nobody but God. It's nobody but God. Father, I thank you if it wasn't for you. Pastor, oh, the pastor, 11 years, pastor did, pastor did this. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Your kind words. We all understand if it had not been for God, pastor wouldn't have done nothing. He's a man. If it had not been, listen, when you get this understanding, you realize that, listen, I understand that if it had not been for praying folk, who was praying times when I wanted to quit, times when I wanted to give up, times when I did give up, but it never came out my mouth. I had given up in my heart, and God did not let it come out my mouth. I had gotten angry, and I wanted to say certain things, and God did not let it come out my mouth. It had filled me that day, but God did not let it come out my mouth. All the praise belonged to God. All the thanksgiving belongs to God. Everything, listen, Jesus said, listen, man, why are you calling me good? I'm in this flesh. Ain't nobody good but the Father. And as believers, listen, you've got to study. You've got to look at Jesus. You've got to, listen, you've got to diligently seek who God is. And if you look at Jesus, it's the best example. That's why the other religions, that's why the atheists talk down about him. That's why they try to get Jesus out of the equation. They want to look at God as a, as a total God, the umbrella God. He's the God. He can be the Buddha God, the Hindu God. He can be the God of this denomination and that denomination. Listen, God didn't make none of that. God is just God. That's who he is. And we've got to get to the place where not only God, but we've got to understand that God sent Jesus and Jesus left the Holy Ghost. Good God Almighty. Thank you, God, that we've got understanding. Listen to what it says. It says, don't sin against the truth by boasting of your wisdom. Such wisdom does not come down from heaven. It belongs to the world. It is un spiritual, and demonic. Where did you go, Pastor? No, no, no. You got to let that soak in. Folk, there is wisdom, but that wisdom don't come from God. 
There is a wisdom. And if you're not a discerner, you get caught up in people's words. You get caught up in how they say it. Come on, somebody. You're looking at how you got to be honest with yourself. I'm really excited because of the way he said that. It just, ooh, it tickled me. It tickled, listen, it tickled my ears. Yeah, 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 you hear the scripture. That's what it's going to be in the earth in these last days. But we need people who get caught up on the word. They get caught up in the spirit that you don't need nobody around. But I thank you, God, that you don't need a person to call a fast. You call your own fast. Why? Because I want more of him and less of me. I want his will to be done and not my will. It's not about me doing me. You do you, bruh. You need to do you. This is, I mean, at this age of your life, you need to do you. Come on, sis. You need to do you. It's not about me doing me. It's about me letting God use me. It's about me being available whenever he's ready. And in the meantime, in between time, I'm going to shine. I'm going to shine. God, use me. When you're ready, I'm here. If you're not ready, I'm not. I'm Listen, I'm not bugging you. I'm not over here fretting because you didn't use me to do this. If if singing ain't my thing, when I sing, I'll do what I can and then let the singer sing. I'm not going to be all beaten. Lord, come on. Lord, I need to know to do this. Lord, I need to know. Listen, what he needs you to do, you're going to be able to do when he needs you to do it. Why? Because he developed it in you. Father, right now in the name of Jesus, we thank you and we praise you. We bless your name for this time of sharing. We thank you for this time of sharing. We pray, oh God, that in our hearts we'll speak those things that you have planted in us. Plant your word in our hearts. Align us, oh God, with things that are relevant and things that will edify, things that will bring souls from darkness into your marvelous light. Let us so shine, O oh God, that you might be pleased with everything we say, do, and think. In Jesus' name, somebody say amen. God bless you. Thanks of God. Thank you so much. We'll see you on next week, God willing. Or we, we'll, we'll talk to you next week. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.